Hello everybody and welcome back. So I know it's been about a week. Uh, I'm trying to get this episode out before the end of today. Uh, this episode I really just wanted to go over a little bit about the uh, story that's going on in Kamigawa. Um, this is going to be like a super brief overview of what's going on in Kamigawa. I would suggest either going to the Lorthos, Pod Lorthos podcast because they do a really good uh, quick breakdown of the story that's going on in Kamigawa. Uh, I would also suggest definitely going and reading them because they are fantastic stories. They're all out. I'll have the links for them down in the description of this cast. And there are, there's another, um, there's a YouTube channel that does a really decent breakdown. It's like a 30 minute breakdown of what's going on in Kamigawa with Aetherhub um, on YouTube. You can go ahead and give them a follow. They're pretty decent as well. After I get through with the brief overview of the story and the points that I really think are super interesting and then my theories on what might be happening in Kamigawa uh, or throughout the greater multiverse, um, I'll go over the mechanics for uh, Kamigawa real quick and some uh, tricks that you have with some of the new mechanics and some of the returning mechanics if you haven't saw them before. Uh, Feel free to tweet at me at WolfieMTG on Twitter, or you can look up Thematic Commander. Uh, but with that, let's get on to the description. Come on, snap out of it! Please stop helping them. You'll only make things worse. That's what you do. I make things better. Here. Oh, thank you, White Diamond. I feel excellent now. Oh, thank you. How generous of you. Thank you, White Diamond. We feel so much better now. I feel excellent. There we are. I've removed their flaws. Now there is nothing to hinder my white light from sparkling through them. I'd rather not spread my uninhibited self so thin, you know, but you've made it absolutely necessary. Now the impurities you've encouraged in them are gone. Now they are brilliant. Now they are perfect. Now they are me. So we start off with Kamigawa 1,200 years after the Kami War, after the events of the original Kamigawa. Um, Kamigawa now is more of a technologically advanced culture with still some of those feudal Japan um, aspects to it. But the whole the whole plane is actually uh, under the imperial rule of the now emperor. Um, our main characters are Kaito and the the emperor, who we find out is actually the wanderer. Uh, what happens in the storyline. Like I said, this is going to be a brief, completely brief overview. There's so much more detail that you can have in this story if you go read the, uh, if you go read the stories on the wizard site. What we come to find out is that Kaido is a planeswalker. Uh, his spark ignites and when, I'm not sure when his spark ignites, um, but we know that the emperor is attacked by Tezzeret and uh, is taken away by Tezzeret to an unknown uh, location. Kaito vows, being a childhood friend of the Emperor, uh, vows to go and get the Emperor back. Uh, eventually, events happen that make his spark ignite. He does travel the planes looking for the uh, one-armed assailant, who we know to be Tezzeret, uh, as well as looking for the Emperor. Um, coming back to Kamigawa, he joins uh, certain a futurist group that is trying to better society by allowing technology to uh, technological advances to filter down to uh, the uh, more poor groups of Kamigawa. And then 
at a certain event, we find out uh, about this thing called the reality chip that uh, Jin Detaxes, a Phyrexian, is trying to uh, use to control the main Kami uh, within the Imperial's control. Uh, Tezzera is helping him with this. We find out uh, when the Wanderer finally makes it back um, to Kamigawa that this is the Emperor. The Wanderer was the Emperor. Da, 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 da. Um, Tamio is also helping Kaito uh, to stop Jindataxes and Tezzeret's uh, machinations while there are separate factions that are attacking the uh, Imperial courts. Uh, everything kind of comes to a head when Tamio is captured by Jindataxes while Kaito and the Emperor are trying to fend off the battle that's happening at the uh, Imperial Palace with the rebel factions. They tried to use the reality chip to keep the Wanderer on the plane because the Wanderer's spark is, it's not malfunctioning, but it's not acting as proper. Whereas it's harder for a walker to leave the plane. It is actually harder for the Wanderer to stay on the plane. Uh, reality chips helps for a little while, but right at the end, uh, the Emperor deems uh, one of the uh, main Katsune, who we see throughout the story as regent of Kamigawa uh, while they have to planeswalk away because they are forced to. And Kaito um, vows to go and search for the emperor and be by uh, their side as much as he can. Um, we find out that Tamio being captured uh, goes and becomes completed or Phyrexianized by Jindataxes. And the last thing we see is her uh, kind of believing that new Phyrexia is her family and that she would do anything for her family. Uh, so that's where we leave off in the story. I really love the story. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm really happy that we got to see Nashi, uh, which was the a little, I can't remember what they call them, but they're, they're a rat type creature um, that lives on Kamigawa that was actually being raised by Tamio. Uh, we get to see a little cameo by him, which is great because I'm so excited to see him as a card and I'm so excited to see him uh, as a character. I love it. Uh, we get to see Tamio. We get to see um, what... So some aspects about the world now, 1,200 years later, are Kami, uh, Kami and humans are living semi-together at this point. They're, there's not a war going on anymore. There's still some tensions between them. Um, there are people... Or Kami are starting to adapt more to technology, being able... Uh, Human or not humans, but the people, residents of this plane have started developing technology where Kami can use the technology in and out of it uh, freely without, you know, controlling them. Uh, vehicles have returned in this set, which is super cool uh, because now people are driving like mechs and things like that. I love the neon style. I love everything about this set. If you get a chance, I would say go to your pre-release, play a few of these, um, pick up some of the alternate art style cards because the anime style is beautiful. Um, a few of my predictions, I'm going to sneeze, a few of my predictions that what's going on with Phyrexia and why this is happening. So we've seen Vorinclex on Kaldheim and he was collecting something for from the world tree, like a, a substance that I believe helps uh, bridge planes because that's amazingly what the world tree is. It's every branch um, of every world and you can kind of get to each world through the world tree and the prismatic bridge. 
So Vorinclex collects something from there. Jin's attacks is, is on Raven or on Kamigawa, uh, trying to use the reality key, which is supposedly Ben's reality, which may may mean like walk to be able to freely walk through planes, um, to control uh, the greater Kami that's in the Imperial Palace. Um, now that might be another way to kind of break the multiverse. What I think might be trying to happen on New Phyrexia is I think they're trying to get it so that New Phyrexia overlays with every planes in existence so that they could spread their influence like that or so they can overlay planes onto other planes and just Phyrexianize them. That's what I would say is probably trying to happen. I'm sure it's more complex than that. Um, but the way that the Jin or uh, the Praetors travel through uh, the multiverse is I'm pretty sure they go through the planar bridge that is in Tezzeret. Um, they lose all of their organics when they get transported through because you can't go through the planes without a spark and keep all your organics. But then when they get to whatever plane they're being transported to, their uh, organic flesh is rebuilt from the Phyrexian oil that they naturally have. So that's what my predictions are on that. So that's about 10 minutes right there. I can see if I can go over a few of the mechanics. Let's see if I can do that real quick. So I'm pretty sure I can go over the mechanics real quick. Uh, there are some really cool ones, uh, some ones that take some existing mechanics and make them a little bit better. Reconfigure. So reconfigure, uh, giving you the gist, is you have a artifact creature equipment. Um, so we'll take Simeon Slinger. Uh, one red artifact creature equipment monkey. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one. Uh, whenever Simeon Slinger or an equipment equipped creature becomes blocked, it deals one damage uh, to defending player. Reconfigure for two. So reconfigure reads, attached to target creature you control or unattached from a creature reconfigure only as a sorcery while attached this isn't a creature so simeon slinger is a 1-1 equipment creature you can reconfigure at any or you can reconfigure on and off of a creature you don't have to have another creature to equip to which is pretty sweet um and if it's equipped to a creature when that creature dies it falls off and becomes a 1-1 now if a full turn cycle had passed since simeon slinger is out that uh, Simeon Slinger can attack or activate abilities, um, things like that. So say like somebody, you put it, you equip it onto another creature. Uh, they wrath on their, your opponent wraths on their turn. You get Simeon Slinger back out. And now you have a 1-1 one -one, um, after a wrath. So that's a huge improvement from most equipment. Whereas most equipment, you draw them off the top. Say you have no creatures on the battlefield. You, you just survived a wrath. Now you're sitting there with an equipment. You're like, well... I have to draw a creature. That creature has to go around an entire turn cycle with the equipment on to attack. Now, any really good equipped creatures, equipment creatures, um, can, you can just play them, start attacking with them. Oh, I want to buff another creature. Uh, reconfigure onto that creature. Say, great. Oh, I need another creature to attack with to get through that last point of damage. Un, uh, Unreconfigure and go in for an attack. Uh, modify. Modify is more just... Um, a state, a state effect. So modify reads equipments, auras, equipments, auras you control and counters are modifications. So 
Uh, if you equip something, if you equip a creature, if you uh, put an aura onto a creature you can, or an aura you control onto a creature, or if there's like a plus one, plus one counter, a first strike counter, uh, any type of counter on a creature, it is deemed modified. Um, so with Aki Emberkeeper, one in a red for a 2-1 enchantment creature, Goblin Warrior, which all, by the way, all the art for all of the creature types in this set I think are beautiful. I love the anime version of the Moonfolk more than the normal version of the Moonfolk, but I think uh, both are really good. But Aki says, whenever a non-token modified creature you control dies, create a 1-1 colorless spirit creature token. So say you have a creature with a plus one, plus one counter on it, uh, it dies, you get a 1-1 spirit token. Sagas are back. Sagas, uh, as we know, are almost always, or I think are always enchantments. Uh, when the saga comes into play, you put a lore counter on it and you do the first effect. Um, whenever a lore counter is put on it, you keep going down the line until you get to the third effect. On the third effect, now just as a heads up for the sagas in this one, um, all sagas in this one, I believe, turn into creatures on the backside. Their last uh, mode is exile the saga, return to the battlefield, transformed under your control. Um, so those are really great. I love sagas. Ninjutsu is back. Ninjutsu is um, an ability on a creature. Uh, whenever you attack with a creature, if it's unblocked, you may pay a ninjutsu cost uh, from a creature or from a card in your hand. Put it on the battlefield, tapped and attacking. Channel is back. Uh, channel. I really like channel. Um, you can do it at any speed as long as it says it on the card. I don't believe there's any that say only at sorcery speed can you channel. So Greater Tanuki is one for green, green, enchantment creature, dog, trample, channel, pay two green, or two and a green, discard this card, search your library for a basic land, put it on the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Great Mana Fixer, it's a common, it's a 6-5, plays really great uh, turns in all of the set. So... Um, that's it for now. Uh, I will get another episode out and thank you for listening.